And welcome back to the Bill Bennett Show. We take a look at the news of the day, and there is plenty, Claude. Plenty. A lot going on. Yep. We try to offer thoughtful conversation about things that matter. Today, Claude and I are going through your emails. I'll share my thoughts on news of the day. Well, there's a lot going on, Claude. A lot. Um, let me just pick out one piece. I, th- I find it very interesting that the immigration issue is now the number one issue. Mm-hmm. What's the economy? Economy is improving some, a little bit. But I think this thing has finally hit home, just how outrageous this is. 4,000% increase border. I mean, you know, with Trump, we were talking about hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And who are they? And no country allows this to happen. And I think it's sunk in now. The American people are saying, what the heck are you doing to our country, President Biden? And what I think, especially, you know, the other day I saw a video of um, a, you know, illegal immigrant. I, I just call it shelter in New York where police officers were being attacked by people who were, st- who were staying there, illegals. Um, I'm listening to I believe it was the mayor of New York or maybe it was someone running for office in New York saying, you know, the government's dealing out money to illegals. But there are people who are citizens of 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 this country, people who live in my city who need assistance as well, and they can't get it. That's backwards. And that that is where I think we're seeing the cross from, you know, um, just something that, you know, some will say just Republicans or the right would care about versus Democrats. And again, he was he was criticized for sending illegals all over this country. But Governor Abbott, I mean, you know, months after, years after, these Democrat mayors are starting to see this is what happens in Texas and on a, in Arizona on a daily basis. And, and, and it's different when it's no longer just a talking point for you, uh, a way to score political points, but it's something that you actually have to deal with and the ramifications you have to deal with. It's a different game when it's, when it's in your, when it's in your, uh, when it's at, at your back door. And, you know, we talked about this for years on the radio program for years on the podcast. What happens when the liberal loves collides, when you have to, when, when, you know, you want to, um, you know, pander to illegal immigration, but you also want to pander to the black vote. What's happening now in New York when those two things collide? You have to make a decision. And I think we're seeing the mayor make a decision that we cannot have illegals in the We've got to do something about it. Well, now, well, your guy is in the office. Figure something out. And um, it's just interesting to me that it is the that it is the number one um, issue. I think I think it's been the number one issue with conservatives and Republicans. But I think it is now the number one issue with liberals. Uh, it's not. Gender equality. It's not LGBTQA plus stuff. It, you know, there were year, years ago it was bathrooms, and you know, it's not any of that stuff now because the rubber is meeting the road. And um, I like the fact that I think we're getting to a place now where we can't just lump all these different bills together. Let's look at each one individually. Let's pass them individually. We don't need to lump a Ukraine and Israel and a border thing together. Let's do it individually because I think it holds elected officials to a higher level of accountability. When you different can. question. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. stay with New York for a minute. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. First of all, people say, well, actually, you may have this perception that crime is up, but it's really not in New York statistically. Well, that may be true, but it's the nature of the crime. Mm-hmm. How blatant it is. You know, people, you know, five people walk into Gucci yesterday and just tear the place apart. Right. And nobody's shocked by it. Nope. 
and security officers don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then these illegals come, and they're there on, you know, in various places in the city, taking over hotels, making a mess. They start fighting with each other, and then they start fighting with cops, and they start beating up our cops. Mm-hmm. And when they get arrested, they're released in New York, and as they're walking out, famous thing, Fox, <laughs> give, give guys cards. giving the finger <laughs> to mm-hmm. the cameras. Yeah, I mean, how much do we have to take here? That's New York and and the, and the immigrants. Get get them out, send them back, deport them. Just madness, madness. Something else I saw yesterday. A very key um, uh, businessman goes by the, the nickname Mister Wonderful. I don't know what his real name. Oh yeah, is. Kevin O'Leary. Kevin O'Leary, mm-hmm. you got it. You know, love is. Kevin O'Leary. I see him on CNBC all the time. Watch him on Shark Tank. And yeah. did you see what he said? I did not. Well, he said. And let's remember this, this unprecedented fine that Donald Trump got, $350 million. But there were no victims. There were no people who said they got shortened on this. Well, he has to put this amount up or a little more, actually. Does he have it? I, I guess I, I guess he can use his properties as collateral. I don't, I don't know. But Mr. Wonderful... Kevin O'Leary said, I'm not going to do any more business in New York. Mm. If judges can do this to you, and especially, you know, he didn't say, you know, I'm regarded as a conservative, mm-hmm. but it makes you more of a target in New York, obviously. When the attorney general ran on a platform of, I'm going to get Trump. Right. So, I mean, it's a mess. The city's a mess. Uh, you may lose investors. Uh, people are leaving. Mm-hmm. Businesses are leaving. Uh, what? Businesses are leaving all the cities yeah. because of crime. New York, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, um, Oakland, California, Los Angeles, San Francisco. They're packing up. They're like, we're done. Yeah, it's interesting. It's those cities that our friend and colleague, Mr. Farkas, used to talk about. <laughs> right. And now people are leaving, mm-hmm. for sure. Not necessarily for better opportunity uh, and advancement and career, but for peace. You don't want to get sued and you don't want to get robbed. Right. Injustice. <laughs> injustice. Yeah, right. That's yeah, essentially yeah. what it is. But this is, and New York is now kind of the story. And I, I, I was interested to see the interview uh, last night with Donald Trump that Laura Ingram did. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were talking about New York and he was saying, you know, what a shame. And he loves New York and really felt that, you know, Trump, he had a trademark in New York. And he said, but, you know, now I, I just don't know what to think. Mm-hmm. And um, by the way, I thought his interview was very good. It was very good. He was very, you know, as she said, and, and what does your reelection mean? Does it mean revenge? He said, no, it means stable America. Mm-hmm. It means return America to what it, to what it should be. I don't know. You know, he was very good, very impressive. Biden is so unimpressive. But I'm not, I, I, I don't think he's the candidate. Right. We did receive a few emails on that and we'll and we'll get to it. And well, the ahead. closer and closer we get to the summer, I'm I'm with that camp. I'm not sure if he's gonna be the candidate. And I think the actual holdup, and we've talked about this on the show, is they're just not quite sure what to do with Kamala Harris. Like if 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 it was an easy out and to not 
if they weren't so afraid of offending the black vote, they would probably wouldn't even worry about her at all. I mean, you know, let's not forget the border was her thing. That's the one thing that I remember she was actually assigned to do and has done nothing about it. Right. And it's gotten worse. And so right. I think if there was an easy way to dump her, that it would be obvious by now that he wouldn't be the candidate. And so um, remember when that um, that report came out. Uh, and Biden had his, um, you know, press conference and he was just so upset, upset about everything. And he had mentioned the president of Mexico, except he was talking about the Middle East. And, um, so even in that response where he was trying to respond, saying that his mental capacity is at an all, is, 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 is high. It's, there's nothing to worry about that. He's still got that wrong. And, and again, that's not to pile on, on him. I mean, that's to say that he, as you once said, he's not as sharp as, 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 as he was. And that's, and that's okay. At his age, what, of course he's not. You know what I mean? That's, that's fine. I would love to think that he wouldn't be no, the, the candidate. But he, he's not half the man he used to be, and, right. and the man he used to be wasn't, wasn't, much wasn't all that good, right? Right. But my, my point is, uh, the, the difficulty is they're not sure how they're not. Number one, I don't know if they're sure how to get rid of him because of Kamala Harris. But then also, I don't know if they think anyone else has a chance at beating Trump. I don't yeah. think they think anyone else. Gavin, I don't think they, they believe there's anyone else on the roster of people that, you know, you wouldn't laugh at has a chance at beating president, former President Trump. I think that's also the key is Kamala Harris. And then also who actually has a chance of beating former but president? Some Trump. people have a better chance than Biden. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I, mean, I think in their calculation, they might think that Yeah. Right, Bill Bennett's uh, fearless predictions look to March here. Okay. Uh, March. Um, it was March when Lyndon Johnson, as president, announced he would not run again. Uh, and I think that's about as late as you can go. Now, I think you can throw this whole thing open to the convention and say, you know, we take all nominations, including Kamala Harris. I mean, you make the case, you know, how the black women are the heart and soul of the Democrat Party voting bloc, the most loyal, you know, for, for Democrats. But you make the case that she screwed up here at the border. Big time. Yeah. And, and she's fell out of favor with the black vote, by the way. She's out of favor. Oh, big time. Big time. Because? Uh, you know, there were there were those who were on the fence about her anyway because of her record with criminal justice in California. Um, but now as vice president, I think they see that there's there's nothing there. She doesn't say anything. She She talks in circles around everything and then laughs at the end. As if you have to comprehend what she's saying because she's on a higher, and everybody sees through it. So then there's less damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, less damage is incurred by getting rid of her. I think so. All right, let's. So we go to some email. Yeah, let's do it. So we've got this one from Paul uh, Donovan. He says, first of all, thank you both for the podcast. I've enjoyed them uh, very much, as well as the Scholars and Sense edition of the podcast with. Uh, uh, Dr. Hansen and Mr. Black. My question, well, Lord Black, Paul, is what we, is what yeah, we Lord, <laughs> Lord, yeah. My question has to do with the election this year. Do you think, and we just talked about, do you think we, we will see a brokered a convention like 1968 DNC convention in Chicago and who will emerge as the nominee? Looking forward to hearing your comments. Uh, thank you. Uh, and looking uh, forward to your next podcast. Have a great day. That's from Paul. Yeah, you'll have a brokered convention or some version of it, mm-hmm. you know, predicting. 
Right. Do you think anyone from so I I, I do think now I mean, I remember uh, Michelle Obama's name was being floated around. I don't think she actually even wants to do it. I don't, I don't think she's going to even entertain it. But I do wonder if some of those uh, individuals from uh, uh, Buttigieg, um, maybe even Hillary Clinton show up. And, uh, you know, what do you th- do you think that the- Gavin Newsom obviously seems to be the one that seems to be the person that they would necessarily say, but uh, or think would um, grab it. But do you th- is there any person in, uh, individually that you think this will probably be the one that they'll choose or who knows? Uh, you know, for some reason, I believe Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. even though California is a stinking mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's the name and he is smooth as hell and. Yeah, he is. Comfortable in his own skin and um, handle himself very well in the debate. All right, so this one I'm going, is uh, from Tom in Greenville, uh, Michigan. I'm going to read the last sentence first, and then I'll start from the beginning. He says, get your popcorn for a front row seat for one of the most political, politically volatile times in our nation's history. That's how he ends his email. Yeah, same, same idea here. Right? Yeah, so essentially he says, uh, this week you probably noticed that Kamala Harris interrupted her abortion advocacy tour with media interviews to assure the nation that she is ready to lead. Uh, she says it, he says it's an indication that the White House knows that the gig is up. Uh, he also talks about the Democrats are headed to a brokered convention, uh, ironically, in Chicago, which was the last time that you know that happened in 68. Uh, the Dems can thank South Carolina Congressman uh, Clayburn for brokering the deal to get Harris on the ticket after she commanded about two percent of the support in the last open Democrat uh, presidential primary, despite having the largest war chest. How will the delegates react to the Dems jettisoning and sidelining? the first black female VP. We talked about uh, uh, that. It says Gavin Newsom will come into town with more cash, a sizable portion of delegates and super delegates. Michi- Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer uh, already is auditioning to get on the ticket. Whitmer has little to offer other than abortion advocacy, which got her reelected. If the Dems were smart, uh, nominate uh, Pennsylvania Governor John Shapiro or Kentucky Governor Ken Bashir. Both moderate governors are smart, young, charismatic, and would clobber Trump without a criminal conviction. The only issue with that is would the super left of the party get behind those two governors? I don't think that they would. I wonder. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um you know, I, I I guess I have discounted uh, not just the three hundred fifty million dollars, but mm-hmm. time in prison, being sentenced to prison. Right. What effect does that have? Nikki Haley seems to think it's worth waiting for in terms of her candidacy. So uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. Uh, okay. Well, he goes on to say. Meanwhile, the Twenty Fifth Amendment is alive and well. If Biden is renominated, it will leave the country to wonder who is actually running the country. Worst case scenario, uh, we have Doug Imhoff behind the scenes ready to to be the next Edith Wilson de facto POTUS. Harris is delusional if she thinks she can be president. Uh, Doug says, Imhoff is Mr. Kamala Harris, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Correct. Says uh, 10 million immigrants are already overrunning running the sanctuary cities while she was the border czar. The vice president is about as deep as the tidal basin. In between her nervous laugh, I heard her. I haven't heard her uh, put three sentences together without repeating the first two. Abortion rights. Abortion rights is not a federal issue and has little to do with national security, foreign affairs, rising crime in our cities, managing the economy, and securing our southern border. And that's when he ends with the popcorn sentence. Yeah. And no, he's absolutely. He right. may be right. Yeah, maybe he may be right. 
All right. This next email is from Susan checking in from Little Rock, Arkansas. Susan says, uh, Dear Secretary Bennett, I've been a huge fan of yours since your days of uh, as Secretary of Education. I listen to every one of your podcasts. You have made your parents and family proud. It says, Regarding your friends who refuse to vote for Trump, I too have those friends, and quite frankly, I hold them pro- uh, partially resp- uh, responsible for the mess we've experienced the last three-plus years. When asked why I voted the way I did in 2020, my response is this. I voted based on outcomes, not feelings. I vote on policies that are best for the country. I don't vote for pretty words. We've had previous presidents that gave uh, beautiful speeches and usually provide polished responses, but their outcomes, I believe, were harmful for the country. So, frankly, frankly, they sometimes sucked. Uh, So I'm curious, what if we ask these same friends, would they vote for the United States of America in the upcoming election? How do you think they would respond? Yeah, well, I mean, the choice between uh, Trump and Biden or Trump and uh, Newsom, Mm -hmm. uh, Trump and the governor of Michigan, it's Trump. I mean, you know, Bill Barr, who saw Trump up close and frankly ended up being disgusted with him, has said over and over again, if it comes down to Trump versus Biden, he'll vote Trump. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, with all the faults. Yeah. And this gets to Susan's point. So she says, a hate for the Republican candidate that is stronger than the love and pride for the United States of America uh, is not the way uh, to go. So, yes, a, a, and based on the amount of uh, legal and illegal immigration, a whole lot of folks think America is pretty fine, too. Uh, so, yes, she also says, hope this email finds you well and puts a smile on your face. Thanks for all that you do, Secretary Bennett. Thank you, Susan. Huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So George checks in as well. George says, uh, who voted against impeaching Mayorkas? He's talking about our guy, Congressman Gallagher. Uh, he says, please explain the thinking. I know he must have had a solid reason, but I missed it. Maybe opening Pandora's box. That's both silly and naive. The Dems don't care about that. Down the road, if they think they can win an election or grab power, they don't care about past precedent. Hell, they uh, went after Trump on the biggest hoax of all time, Russian collusion. So he's guessing about that vote not to impeach Mayorkas. I don't know why Mike Gallagher resigned from Congress, mm-hmm. but he did. Did you know that? I did, yes. Yeah, that's big news. And it is big news to me because mm-hmm. I thought he was the, the rising star. Mm-hmm. And he certainly is manning that uh, China desk, so um, or any China desk. Um, brilliant guy, Marine. Uh, five languages. Uh, he's, um, I know him, you know, personally, he's very impressive. I don't know why he left, but, but I will tell you this, the whole impeached Mayorkas is just a, it's a farce. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to come from that. Nothing I mean, gonna, I'm the Senate's not going to convict him. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So you're just wasting your time. Right. Right. And this is the kind of thing Republicans do that Democrats accuse them mm-hmm. of wasting time. And every time this things like this happen, Republicans lose on it. Like yeah. these, these aren't wins with people that you need to win with or with whom you need to yeah, win. Like yeah. this does, this isn't, this isn't a winner with people that, no. <laughs> that it matters, yeah. you know? That's right. Um, Reetha checks in. She says, uh, this is our last email. I guess we'll read for today. She says, uh, uh, from what I've heard, that border bill is pretty good. So why is Trump against it? 
I wish they would add to the bill that anyone that came over illegally can never become a citizen. That would definitely stop the flow because they are under the impression that they become citizens as long as the Democrats are in power. The Democrats are eager to get this aid to Israel and Ukraine. So this is uh, so this would be good uh, to add at this time. Yeah, if you can get it through. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the Democrats are split on Israel. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. You know, oh, big time. Not so split on Ukraine, I don't mm-hmm. think. But uh, I, no, I keep thinking about that last line, the popcorn, and watch the show. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. And, um, you know, we'll see uh, next Tuesday what the voting is in, uh, in South, South Carolina. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, the popcorn, if, if it were only entertainment. Uh, unfortunately, the um, no, ramifications are much more important, the, the you know, stakes. if it were only just something to watch with popcorn. But the stakes are so high. I mean, I agree with Trump that Biden is reelected. Country's in serious trouble. And and other parts of the world in serious trouble. If, if, if by the time Biden's elected, if not by the time he's elected within that first year, Russia, Russia might have taken over Ukraine. That might be over. And do we think that a Biden presidency is going to stop him from, I don't know, testing Poland? No, of course not. What happens with China and Taiwan? Do we, you know, China's watching. Uh, what's to say that Iran won't get a little more active in the Middle East? Pretty what's active happening. as and it is. And they're already pretty active as it is. And so. Shooting our drones down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so. Babies are expensive. Right. Right. And uh, so yeah, the world is watching. So not only. Hurting you know, American soldiers. Mm-hmm. Right. Not only is the world, the country would be in trouble, but the world would be in trouble, too. The world is in trouble right mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah, we got to have a change. we got to have a change. Uh, you know, uh, uh, President Trump talked about this last night and said, but, you know, we have to do what they do. Uh, you know, all the ballot harvesting and so on. Mm-hmm. But then he also says kind of a contradiction. You can't have a fair election with all these mail-in ballots. Right. There's like 15 million mail-in ballots in California, and but they're already out, sir. I mean, or they're going out, or yeah. they will. Mm-hmm. And so, if you got that, I, I, again, I listeners have heard me on this before. I just despair of a of a fair result, a fair process, um, and it's very worrisome. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, email Bill Bennett podcast at gmail.com to share your thoughts. And we'll, you know, again, try to catch up with as many emails as possible uh, when we do these episodes. Yep. Resolving to eat healthier this year was easy, super easy to make up my mind to do it. But actually doing it. Yeah, that's not so easy. Better nutrition is a key to health and longevity. And a healthy diet could even help you avoid health risks that run in your family. Field of Greens. Interesting name. Reminds you of Field of Dreams. But Field of Greens is my healthy super fruit and vegetable habit. It's the only fruit and vegetable product that literally promises better health. Check this out. At your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or you get your money back. If the doctor doesn't notice, you get your money back. Do your vitamins or green drinks that you currently use promise that? Do they promise better health? Nope. Each superfruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for a specific health benefit. Some support your heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. Look, if you resolve to get healthier in 2024, it starts with Field of Greens. 
Listen, I've got you 15% off your first order and free rush shipping. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code BILL. That's promo code BILL at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com. Don't forget the promo code BILL. Okay, that does it for today's show. To catch up on previous episodes of the show, go to thebillbennettshow.com. You can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at William J. Bennett. You can like me on Facebook. Just search Bill Bennett. Feel free to email the show. I'd love to hear from you. It's billbennettpodcast at gmail.com. Please share the podcast with your family and friends. We will catch up next week. We'll be right back.